0: what it do tech file fam another week another new episode of tech file we gonna get right at y'all after the intro music So three hundred and twenty of technical file the sports podcast you never knew you needed,
1: and it's your boy T I M K I N Z the number three A K A as catch him A K A Mister Give It To Me talk to you proper this
2: week talk to you fair. I am the Eric J. Only known as the Eric J. Uh.
0: And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports.
3: Um, and it's your boy, Kay Harris, the gentleman. the gentleman. The gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. That's about it for me. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get you a third moniker, dog. Because <laughs> <laughs> it don't flow right. I got to do something. I was yeah. say something about Land. You might just love the alone. Oh, boy.
1: Mm. You should have ran with it. See What are we talking about? <laughs>
3: hey, don't get canceled
0: like you. you never mind. Ooh, All please. right.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's get into some housekeeping before we get into the show itself. Proper as a reminder, please like, rate, review wherever you can on any audio version of the podcast, whether that Spotify, Apple podcast, drop those reviews. It helps us out a lot. And if you are watching on YouTube, subscribing, liking, Hit the notification button. It's very helpful for us. And listen, if you really support us, even just dropping a comment on the YouTube videos as you see them come up, liking the video, sharing them, helps us out tremendously, all the algorithms and all that stuff right there. So uh, that's a free way for y'all to support the pod. And if you want to put some money in our pockets, we do have Tech File merch. So make sure that y'all hit up our Linktree link and get y'all some fresh merch for the holidays.
3: Absolutely. A great stocking stuffer. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Nice
0: Absolutely. All right. <clears throat> let's get into the topic discussions for the week. We didn't pre-discuss the names name, so I'm going to just roll right on over that. The NFL. Let's see. Let's cue up some, some douche instrumentals so we got the, the vibe in the background. Well, right.
4: That- oh, this week. Mm-hmm. I oh, think we're we oh, going
0: to oh. be in mode today. We're going to be in mode. Tim, kick us off with NFL. What's on your bird from the last week, week 13 of the NFL season?
1: Uh, Let's see here. So this year has been a year of what I call playing with house money. There's certain teams right now that's playing with house money. There are certain teams that are supposed to be in a year of rebuild. Just trying to, you know, figure out things. They have new coaches. They have new coordinators. They have new players. They have new systems in place where they're just trying to figure things out. Do we mesh well? Do we need to just start all the way open, tear it all down? So there's a couple teams here this year that's playing with House Money, and I think that their fan base is myself is included. is playing with uh, a little bit of House Money, and those are, it was Los Angeles Rams, the Green Bay Packers, the Houston Texans, and I felt like it was the Seattle Seahawks, but mm, I can't confirm that last one. I'll confirm that one away. But <clears throat> I feel like these teams that were expecting to do a rebuild, like you have Jacksonville this year, they're 8-3. They're not expected to rebuild. They were actually expecting them to be a good team, even though they haven't really been a good team. It was like, okay, we're expecting you guys to take the lead. Houston, no, not at all. They had the number two pick in the draft this year. They had this, And the number three? Yeah, because I think him and Will Anderson was back-to-back. Houston wasn't expecting to be in no kind of playoff picture at all. Right now at six and six, they're in the NFC walk, I mean AFC walk card picture. Green Bay, the way we started, it was like, okay, cool. Yeah, hell yeah, we out here. And then all of a sudden there was a nice little streak where we was like, okay, we got some things to figure out. Like, okay, hold your hold your horses. We are absolutely trying to figure things out this year. So whatever we may get, we may get. But
2: then all of a sudden, now you said what? Oh no, I was gonna say like you were like we were out we out here and then there was a stretch where it's like, No, nah, we inside. <laughs> <laughs> like we was all like I'm gonna put the clothes away. We're gonna put the fit back in the closet real quick. We ain't gonna bring it out yet.
1: But okay. now, you know, the mug got a nice out there, we'll go ahead and slide the closet door over real quick and look at because we we might go dancing. We you know what I'm saying? We might be in the playoffs too. Um it was kinda unexpected, but the way things shook out in NFC North. Vikings Unfortunately, with Kirk Cousins, you have other NFC North teams that are... or not just the North. The NFC teams that are getting hurt. uh, Teams that were expected to do well. They kind of... Like the Seahawks, for example. I honestly didn't expect the Seahawks. Like, I wanted to put them there, but I expected them to do better based off how they played last year. Like, they had a really good season last year. Geno actually have been looking good this year, so it's kind of weird to see where they are. But... The teams that were expected to do the rebuild, the teams that were expected to just go figure things out and it is what it is now those teams are in the playoff hunt as well so now i call it just hey we playing with house money right now wherever whatever happens happens shit like if you make the playoffs cool hey we good we out there we're gonna be talking our shit the whole way and hey, we don't make like hey we just trying to figure it out you know we got something at the quarterback spot we just we got some holes to fill so we can kind of play the fence on this one <laughs> i'll just call it house money
0: i feel it And the thing about playing with house money is that when you play for house money for so long and you keep winning with house Mm -hmm. money, expectations then change for your squad because now people expect you to continue to do what you've been doing. And that's what I wanted to talk about this week with the Packers in particular. We just knocked off the Super Bowl champs at home. Sunday night football, only game on TV. And the Packers came in and they did their job and they beat the Chiefs. By eight points, 27-19 Green Bay.
2: Great googly moogly. <laughs> I'm telling
0: you, we had a great game, you know, against the Chargers, and then it's like, ah, the sun. The sun was probably part of it, but it's like process looked good, but hey, they won. Then you go to Detroit on Thanksgiving, upset. You 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 smack Detroit. The final score makes it look closer than what it was, but like that was a that was a whooping in Detroit. You follow that up with a Sunday Night Football win against the Chiefs.
2: I was gonna say now even the the Steelers game they looked pretty good like they didn't win it but like their process was a lot better <laughs> they looked a lot sharper just it's like it was some fluky at the end that caused them to lose but like they've been they've been playing really well for the last month
4: yeah
0: so with that you look at it and you're like okay now now the Packers are the seven seed in the NFC as we're recording this today at six and six they are now the seven seed in the NFC. And listen, that playoff race—Packers, Vikings, Rams, Seahawks—all going to be looking at that final two wild card spots. The Buccaneers and the Saints, too, at uh, another degree. And that's the piece that I really wanted to focus on. Is like, how will the Packers now perform now that people are jumping on the bandwagon of saying, "Hey, this is probably a playoff team." Hey. Expecting things from you now. Hey, Jordan Love looking like the real guy now. Hey, look at the receivers. All these things are starting to click. It is not perfect. Do not get me wrong, but things are starting to click for this team. And when you look at their remaining schedule, especially when you compare it to the Vikings and the Seahawks and the Saints and the Bucks, they have the easiest route. The Packers have the easiest strength of schedule from here on out. They do not see another team with a winning record at this point. The Packers finish up the year against the Giants. That's Monday Night Football. The Buccaneers, the Panthers, the Vikings, and the Bears.
3: Loss. That Bears.
0: <laughs> the Bears going to be a loss. Is that what I heard?
3: Indeed. Bears take it Are you? Uh-huh. No, Packers going to take that. <laughs> hey, it depends. It depends where we are about getting this pick. So you know, you know,
4: <laughs>
3: you know, losing ain't, ain't always bad. Hey, hey, if has, that's 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 I'm not gonna <laughs> <either.
4: laughs>
0: not even gonna judge you. Meanwhile, the Vikings have the Raiders, the Bengals, Detroit, Green Bay, and then Detroit.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Seattle has San Francisco, Philly, Tennessee, Pittsburgh, and Arizona. The Buccaneers, their schedule's all right. It's not too tough. They got Atlanta, and they got us. It's going to be a big game. Jacksonville, Saints, Carolina, Panthers. And then the Saints have Carolina, the Giants, the Rams, the Buccaneers, and the uh, Falcons. So it's like, got to come, come to play. And at this point, like, I'm expecting the Packers to have this Monday night football game against the Giants. I'm expecting For them to win And take care of business At this point Because now Expectations have changed Anything can happen Any given Sunday Monday Thursday Friday Whenever the NFL Decides to play At this point But This Packer team Is giving me some confidence To say like Now I can see I see what it looks like now When y'all put it together I know y'all can do this Let me see it consistently So Hey Playing with pressure Something different
1: Same damn thing That we Pretty much been doing Bro like they just The reads are there like, he's making the right reads. Yep. The receivers aren't dropping the fucking passes. <laughs> like, they hold on to yeah. linemen or blocking people. Like, the things that we expected them to do coming into the season, just the little things like that are actually happening, and now all of a sudden we have a good offense. The defense, to be fair, even though we'd be on Joe Barry's, we be on his bumper. The defense, for the most part, has been keeping them under about 24 to 21 yeah. points a game. So our offense just hasn't been able to supplement the defense holding these opponents under these certain certain scores. So it's like now we have we're putting up numbers the last couple games and the defense is still doing the same thing that they've been doing all year for the most part. Now it's like, okay, we have a slightly above average offense. It's getting better, but it's finally above average now to supplement our good defense. And now everything is starting to shift. So isn't it? Boy, if y'all if y'all still keep clicking, bro, because y'all still got a lot to go. Y'all got a long lot to learn. But if y'all click like this, wait till the playoffs come, because I'm getting take that fit out the closet, bro. I'm telling you.
4: <laughs>
0: you saying wait till the playoffs? I'm I'm not overlooking this season. I want to see how it finishes out. But what I'm really excited to see is this team next year with a whole year under their belt more experience and because that's what it is they're getting more game reps now they're getting more familiar like Jordan Love said it himself and they're like how is this game different than your first start against the Chiefs because if you remember Jordan Love's first NFL start was against the Chiefs when Aaron Rodgers had COVID Mm -hmm. and he had to step in and arrowhead and play and that man got blitzed to death (laughs) yeah it was a close game but Jordan Love didn't look good so, he said himself, I had this game circled on my calendar. I was waiting to see the Chiefs again. And I was like, I like that energy.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like P.J. Tucker right now, but it's like, do it again. Yeah. Do it again. Do it again. Like, I, It's one thing to get up for you know the Super Bowl champions. It's one thing to get up for a team that smacked you around already in Detroit. But when you have, like to your point, when you have the expectations on you, when it's like, hey, the road is wide open for you. What you going to do? Like, that's that's a different type of pressure because, you know, now now it's, you're expected to do well. Everything actually, like, mirroring what Tim says, like, everything to now has been house money. Like, now you actually have some skin in the game. Now you actually have to show up on a weekly basis and do what you need to do. And there's no more moral victories. Like, now it's, hey, you're in the driver's seat, really. Um, so you control your own destiny and you can drive this this car off the road or you can drive it to the promised land like so yeah. to you also um like to your point about the defense like yes i've been like the number one E <laughs> man joe berry haters club all season well since he's been here really but this is the eighth straight game that the Packers have allowed 24 points or less so they're doing their job um i think I wish I saved the tweet, but I, it's not like I can pull it up right now anyway because I'm on my phone. But um, somebody said, like, that's the first time I think since 2011 or something like that, that they've had a streak of those many games under 24 points. So, yeah, the, the, the team is clicking on all cylinders to get young. Like, all the things that we saw kind of like the rough edges of
4: mm-hmm.
2: in the weeks preceding, it was just like they're they not early right now. <laughs> like, the, the curl is starting to activate. Um, so, yeah like it's exciting again um and you know this this game was kind of like a culmination of everything that we've kind of been seeing and waiting for them to put together yeah
0: absolutely so last thing i'm going to say about this the packers playoff odds depending on the rest of the season per the nyt new york times they go five and oh 100 chance making playoffs because they're in the driver's seat like eric mentioned 4-1, Four and one, a ninety-nine percent chance to make the playoffs. If they go three and two, they have between an eighty to ninety-five percent chance. So on that lower end, if they lose to the Buccaneers and the Vikings, because of who we're chasing or who's behind us in the chase at this point, I should say. And the best two losses they could have would be to the Giants and the Bears, because it's not going to affect the, the playoff race. They go two and three. There's a fourteen to forty-two percent chance for them to make the playoffs. They go one and four. Less than 1%, 0-5, it's probably not going to happen. So, it's in the Packers' hands how the rest of the season goes and where they end up in this postseason, which is kind of exciting. Uh, especially, you know, when you when you make a preseason prediction and it's, it's coming close to being true and you be like, yeah, let me get that, let me get that. I want that because I said the Packers are going to be a wild card team. I want that. I want it. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah thanks. Come on, Cam. We're out of Nah. Nah! nah. Ah. <laughs> there we go. Oh, okay. Hey. The are you like? <laughs> there we I okay. Okay, okay. Uh, actually got to show some love for your team, Cam. Hey, uh pur- 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 I was, uh I, I was looking at the draft order. Uh, well, somebody tweeted out and I went and looked into it a little bit more.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: If they see the season the the Bears will have the number one pick in the draft. Mm mm-hmm. um, Thanks to the Carolina Panthers. So hey, I want to point out the, the tiny little bit up. of business that the Bears pulled off in the offseason. Like, they traded the number one pick last year for their number nine pick. They got a number one receiver. And I feel like they got some other supplemental picks, right, beyond that last year. Plus, they got Carolina's one this year. And with Carolina being one in 11, mm-hmm. like, they traded the number one pick, got back a whole bunch of assets, and then still got a number one pick back. Like, that is – probably unprecedented in nfl history or in sports history i would think and y'all could um, trade that mug again yeah just keep rolling it over um although they might want to take a quarterback this year uh, <laughs> uh but yeah i just want to shout out like that was that was some shrewd gming like they wanted to see what they had in justin Fields another year um and again like the asset haul that they got back even excluding the number one, like the number one overall pick, if it was just like a middle of the road first rounder, like that already would have been a win. But like to get back to your number one overall pick mm-hmm. by trading, you know what I mean? Like that's just, I don't know, like it's it, Not even necessarily impressive because not impressive. like not impressive. But because like they don't really have control over it, but just Carolina's ineptitude <laughs> has allowed them <laughs> to, uh, you know. Get the you know for this to be like the best case scenario, um, yeah. Picks wise, It's pretty cool. So yeah, you don't even have to tank, can like you already got a, a top yeah, three pick probably like, in mm-hmm. the bag. I
1: mean, at the one point, point you have the man. number one and two picks. I mean, y'all can go mm. back to
4: that.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I I feel indifferent about a lot of people. Um, a lot of bear fans want us to, like, get away with Justin Fields. I really want to see – I really want to wait one more year on Justin Fields. I really want to put some receivers around him that are true playmakers, somebody else besides um, Moore, get him another receiver and work on our offensive line. And I really think that we can – that he can blossom. So I really want to wait one more year before we try to, you know, cut it on him right now.
0: I think that's fair.
1: So you prefer to keep Justin too? Yes.
0: So it's it's interesting because earlier in the season when things were going terrible, terrible, you were already kind of like, hey, we might want to take a look at what other quarterback options we might have for the Chicago Bears. So I'm just curious, what has changed for you to now be kind of like, you know what, actually – let me, let me get more Justin Fields going forward.
3: What helped a lot was him being injured. It was him being gone and watching someone else like run that offense. And then realizing like, I mean, I said it before, but to like really see like, it really ain't Justin fault like that. Like he really hasn't been, hasn't had anything consistent. He had different coordinators, different coaches, like, you know, basically his entire career. And we haven't, put the right pieces together for him anyway and again like I was thinking about this earlier about what Eric said um like when we finally figured like oh we're going to start Justin I was like dog just think if Justin would have been able to sit and like learn for a little bit like that really would have like helped him a lot more so I don't want to fault all of that like on him um, but like I said, I feel like if we can legit put pieces around him, I think that he we can we can make it happen. Offensive of line for sure, so he's not running for his life. And just <laughs> get another um, another receiver besides Moore. Moore has been, what well, he I think, well, Moore got a thousand yards, right, already? I believe so. Do we? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I can look it up and tell you. I'm not sure. I thought he did. I thought I saw him get a thousand. I'm not sure. But yeah. So I love the Moore feels um the combination um is five. So yes he did. He has a
1: thousand
3: three. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So I mean you can't be mad at that. Moore come in and give you thousands, thousands of a thousand thousand yard season. What more can we really want from him? I see what you get there. One, two, three,
1: four, <laughs> four, five more games to go, too.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: yep. all right, Ken, what else you want to highlight from the NFL this past week?
3: Yeah, I would like to I wanna give Dak his flowers. Um because we a lot of people, including myself, media, everything, like when Dak is trash, like everybody hop on his bumper as Tim was uh. Um, so he's actually um in the MVP conversation now. Um he's playing really well. Um he has um thirty two hundred um, yards, twenty six touchdowns, six interceptions, and his cute his um QBR is like um one oh eight. So he's, like, playing well. Um, the only thing that they – that the Dallas team themselves and what will help Dak in the case of him in the MVP race conversation will be he they do not have a statement win this season yet. So this week will be their time. If they can beat Philly and Dak ha- plays amazing, like, that would – they need a statement win because they've been beaten up on, you know, like teams that aren't, like – like the Giants, like they'll put up like, you know, 40, 50 on them. Like they have scored over 40 points, I believe, like five times this season. But it hasn't, but it's big. it's been against losing teams. So for them to get this, like, that'll be a huge win for them. They need it. They need that statement win this year. And I feel like them beating Philly this year, I mean, beating Philly this week would definitely be it. And that will count, that will put him above. So. I don't know. I'm excited about that guy. I normally don't get excited about, you know, like games like that. But I was like, it's going to be a really good game.
0: Yeah, you're right. I'm sitting here looking. The Cowboys beat the Giants 40-0 mm-hmm. in week one. And then they mm-hmm. came back and oh, they lost to the 49ers, 42-10. But they beat yeah. the Rams 43-20, mm-hmm. beat the Giants again 49-17, mm-hmm. beat the Commanders 45-10, and they just beat mm-hmm. the Seahawks 45-35. Yeah, see so it. Yeah. Far if they can beat the, the Eagles this upcoming week, and then they have the Bills after that, then they have the Dolphins after that, then they have the Lions after that, like yeah. it's about to be a stretch
3: for them boys. Mm-hmm.
4: All right. I just want to see
3: him win too, so Tim can just, you know, Tim Tim the ultimate cowboy header. I mean what no, you want to see him win for what? Dak deserves it, bro. Deserves what? He deserves oh. something, man. he he, he been having a rough, man. He's been through a lot.
1: You acting like Dak ain't had some good-ass
3: teams. He has. You acting
1: like Dak ain't had... But see,
3: people make it seem like Dak is trash, fam. Like, he's not trash. Who's people like, making
1: it seem like Dak is trash? I like, Anybody the say Dak's trash?
3: Media makes it seem like Dak is trash. Media they they, they, like that, they, like they never to say trash Dak is trash. They say he,
1: he has top talent, but he ain't trash. They
3: say that he's not here all the time, every year. You know, I mean
1: because, like you said, the statement games.
3: Like yeah. yeah, y'all
1: blowing out the other squads and stuff like that, but every time it's come to the, the big time, that's where a lot of people give him this issue. But I mean, that's the Cowboys. So
2: So I think we would all agree that Dak isn't Well maybe not. I wouldn't say I wouldn't put Dak on like the top tier, like elite of the elite, but like whatever yeah. is right below that I think is where he's at.
4: And
1: he's
2: a, he's he's still an elite quarterback, but like, yeah, I mean, I'm saying he's not like he's not Mahomes, he's not, you know, like, not, he's Mahomes. not Lamar, he's not he's not that top level like you know ninety three and up on Madden rating quarterback. <laughs> but like he's one of them guys where it's like you you're you're a perennial contender with him at quarterback. You might luck into a Super Bowl if you get all the right pieces around him. Like I don't know what more. Aside from like perfection, you could really ask for from that um, at this point. Like, if he, I feel like if he wasn't the Cowboys quarterback, he would actually get more love because so much more comes with that team.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: It's like Um, any young player that plays for Lakers, it's like you get more attention, but you also get way more scrutiny than you probably deserve. So, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I think he does deserve a little bit more credit for like consistently being a well above average quarterback. Mm-hmm. Which sounds backhanded, but I'm 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 really. I mean, he's a good quarterback. Like he really is. You
1: know, No, the organization. Just, hey, listen. He, he the one that's playing with the star on his helmet. Okay I mean, he
3: ain't choosing. <laughs> I was just gonna say, You're yeah,
1: act like he can't. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he resigned there. He wanted to resign it. Didn't he want
3: to hold out? out? Who wouldn't? Who would resign? I'm just
1: saying. I'm just saying, so I'm just saying. You he act like ain't no other team would have gave him some money. He had to go back to Dallas. Hey, he chose that team.
0: I mean, uh, after right. they him, like it's exactly. Get it out of here. <laughs> Want to continue where you built? If the situation. How long Dak been there? Ooh, when was Dak
3: drafted? Uh, seven, Dak right. been in probably like think, seven,
1: eight years, bro. He had prime
3: okay. Ezekiel Elliott. When Romo get out of there?
1: Like eight years ago, bro.
4: How <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: long Dak been around? Cause I'm that's what I'm saying. Like it's not like Dak ain't never had some good ass teams. He had dads still
2: too. Okay, but like Tim, like what what year did they underperform? Like you 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 call them trash
1: every year they, they win uh, the bowl.
3: Tim is proving my point right now. <laughs> really it doesn't make sense. Like it does. It does not make. I mean, you want to hate so, so bad. Every year was they so bad. Every year was they year. Every year was they that year. Uh, that's what
1: you know, Cowboys fans say. Not,
2: not Cowboys fans. Quarter question for you, Tim. Not Cowboys fans, but like mm-hmm. actual like pundits and, like, you yourself, your expectations. Like, you never expect them to do shit, but then you talk about them for not doing shit. It's like, you can't have it. Right. <laughs> Why not? You can't be. They, Both they, things they not true? Meet, they're not meeting <laughs> expectations, but I never expected them to do anything. Like, how's
1: that? Like, That's hey, awesome. I got low expectations because y'all don't never do shit, but everybody got your bar right
2: here. So not go ahead and not do shit. About you specifically, Tim King. Hey, hey, I,
1: hey, listen, my bar is always them.
2: <laughs> so that's what my line. fire
1: is There's always gonna be Fuck Right there <laughs> <laughs> No high No more no less Maybe less But no I
3: wouldn't high expect, for, sure, for sure I wouldn't expect anything else I wouldn't expect anything else from Tim <laughs>
2: Oh hey nice, that's him
3: Oh hey, hey nice. that's <laughs> I keep
2: it right there
1: And I stand up They bum my ass Cause they shitty Wow Wait
4: what
0: the What <laughs> the fuck So to wrap that Jesus. on up <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> What Dak Prescott was drafted in 2016 Oh you a minute Seven I years. thought it was 17 It was
3: 16 Yeah mm-hmm. Seven years Been there a minute Alright Let's move on to I was
2: into... about that the other day Where it's like Man 20, 2016 is damn near A decade ago at this point Like Yeah Almost, yeah. We didn't know, y'all. Well,
0: let's move into some NBA topics from this past week. Sorry,
1: my <laughs> man's hand was <laughs> Wow,
2: yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> relax, sir.
0: You want to start?
2: Uh, Sure. So an article came out today in The Athletic. I believe it was Sam Amick um, calling, you know, quote unquote James Harden unplugged. Uh, we got his reaction to kind of what went down in Philly and how he feels now that he, with the Clippers um, the most noteworthy stuff is really just the confirmation of what we already su- suspected, which is he fell out with the Sixers because when he took less off so the offseason of 2022 for them to sign daniel house and pj tucker and i think acquired dfg melton it was with the expectation that he would be taken care of on the back end meaning a max contract would be waiting for him the off of 2023 um he said that daryl morey essentially cut off all communication with him didn't check in at all between the end of the playoffs and the start of free agency um And that he took that to mean that they were off him. He said, like, they made the decision to move on, that they weren't, you know, people of their word. And that was why he opted in, so that he could get his money, because they had already cost him money. um, And that he wanted to go, you know, choose his own destiny and make his own move. So that's why he forced his way to the Clippers. Um, Obviously, that's noteworthy, because he's the... Denied along the way that there was a, an agreement in place between him and you know, quid pro quo or whatever between him and the Sixers. Uh, for him taking less money, the NBA has investigated it twice now, I believe, and come to the conclusion that there was no agreement. So, somebody lying. Um, and then also that uh, he met with well, his representation met with the Rockets presumably before pre-agency um, and that there wasn't a fit there for him in role or in money um, so basically tampering all around <laughs> which you know we know happens but again like it's kind of like the we don't talk about Bruno type of deal um, so yeah it, it was noteworthy that he was just basically like snitching on everybody like yeah Darryl Ormore he said he's gonna max me and the Rockets said you know, when I talked to the Rockets, they wasn't fucking with me. And it's like, you're not supposed to be talking to either one of them. <laughs> uh, which has been like uh, Daryl Morey's excuse the entire time as to why he didn't talk to James Harden after the season because they got popped for tampering. And he's like, I don't want to, you know, we're not trying to get in trouble for that anymore, which again is probably bullshit. But um, I don't know. It, it was just an interesting read. So I would suggest that if you have an athletic subscription, I would say read through it. Um, James Harden was very clearly about his money. He also has a very inflated opinion of himself, in my opinion, um, which, again, confirmation of things that we already knew. Um, But, like, I also, like I've said along the way, it's like, I get it. Like, you feel like you have a relationship with this person, that you can trust them. They convince you to do some things that are not in your best interest, and then they renege on it. It's like, I'd be like, fuck them, too. So, um, I don't really blame them, but yeah, just a little bit more into his viewpoint of like what went down with his way out of Philly. He's basically like, I'm not doing that shit again. <laughs> I knew uh, it. Yep. Yeah.
0: When you have, when you let your press conference and you take the time to say that somebody is a liar, and you will a liar!
2: Anything, <laughs> it's
0: deeper than By rap. the
3: way, well, have
2: the, the, the cloth on.
3: <laughs> he brought man. the mic in closer. He's a liar. Lie!
4: <laughs>
3: and I hey, put, some, hey, put some reverb on my mic real quick oh so they can God. hear me in the back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, God, that. Let bring out three, four times after I say liar. <laughs> <laughs>
0: When that man stopped and repeated himself like Prime Mike Jones, like, let me, I'm gonna just Ooh. say it like that. I want you to understand what I'm saying.
2: That was uh, hilarious.
0: I knew that it was, was about dollars
2: yeah, I mean, like, that cost him, like, well, I mean, like, if he had a max on the table last summer, I think that would have been well over $200 million, um for four years. So, he took less in the first two years, which is the second year that he's playing out now. So, that cost him, like, the difference between whatever he's making in the max, plus, like, the guaranteed money that he would have had in the next two seasons, which I'm pretty sure, well, I should say I'm pretty sure. I don't think that he'll get from the Clippers this offseason what he would have made off the max that he could have signed with Philadelphia had he not done them a solid. So, like, yeah, I get it. Like, he cost them well over $100 million, I would imagine. And I wouldn't be, you know, like, regardless of what history we have, if somebody cost you $100 million, this fucking forever.
0: Yeah. Real talk. I get mad if someone costs me $100 never a get dollars.
2: that back. Nope.
0: You talking about 100 mil?
2: Which is why I'm like always. I'm never. I never fought a player for trying to get every dollar that they have due to them because mm. you only have a finite amount of years, and these these organizations do not give a fuck about you. They care about what you can provide for them. So yeah, they'll pay whatever they have to, and if they don't, somebody else will.
0: That's fair That's fair. All right. Uh, let's see. I want to take a look back at some preseason predictions, not all of them. We don't have that much time. I just wanted to focus primarily on the standings. I'm going to definitely pull up the all-star stuff probably next week, maybe the week after. I'm assuming all-star voting is going to be starting soon. Normally it's mid-December for that. Definitely want to take a look at some of those predictions, but today, this week, the standings, because taking a look at where the current standings are and what I thought they would be, it's already different. We're only a quarter of the way through the NBA season at this point. So in the East, currently, Boston is the one seed, followed by Orlando, Milwaukee, Philly, the New York Knicks, the Pacers, the Heat, Cleveland at eight, the Nets, and then the Hawks. My preseason predictions, I had Boston at one. You know, hey, we want for one right now with that. I had Milwaukee at two. They're three right now. I had Cleveland at three. They're at eight right now. And I want to pause there. What's been going on in Cleveland? And the easiest answer to point out is just health. Garland, Mitchell, Allen, even LeBert. Like, they've missed quite a few games. The first three have missed five games apiece. Levert's missed four already. We're only about 20 games in and they missed them at different times. So it's like they haven't been able to have their full starting lineup in. So I'm not really worried about Cleveland in this moment, but it's just something to keep an eye on. The other team, Orlando, I mean, they're two. They're second in the East right now. Did not expect that. We already talked about Orlando a bit last week or not the week before when Eric wanted to highlight them and was on 2K with the homies the other day. And one of my homies is a Magic fan. A real like true Orlando Magic fan. And we were talking about Orlando. And I mean, hey, it's impressive. Right now they've come out with a top, you know, defense, which is really carrying them right now. And my other guy, Dub, said, well, who have they played? Who have they played? And when we took a look at the upcoming schedule, I said, ah, this mid-December to mid-January run for the Orlando Magic is going to teach us a lot. Let me just tell y'all the upcoming schedule here.
2: Wait, before you do, Dove said, "Who does they play did they Just beat team.
0: <laughs> Outside of the Celtics, man, Outside of the Celtics.
2: I mean, they beat us too.
0: <laughs> so the Magic have the Cavaliers. The oh
4: shit!
0: They have the Cavaliers. <laughs> they have the Celtics on the road.
4: Okay.
0: Back to back. Then they have the Heat, Bucks on the road, the Pacers on the road. Wizards on the road, they should get that. And they got 76ers at home, the Knicks at home, on the road to see Phoenix, on the road to see Golden State, on the road to see the Kings, on the road to see the
2: Nuggets. God damn, that's the little close road
4: trip. Yeah, boy, that's a gauntlet.
0: Boy, they come home and they have the Hawks, then they have the Timberwolves at home, then they go play the Heat, then they go play the Thunder, then they go play the Knicks. And then they go to the Hawks, and then they have the 76ers back at home again. And that takes you through January 19th. Like, they have a gauntlet of games damn.
1: coming up. I mean, you could go through the 22nd, maybe skip the 26th, because the Grizzlies ain't worth the damn and Go back to <laughs> January 28th.
0: By the 26th, they might be. John gets back the 19th. And then we'll see how other injuries, you know, 19th of December. And then we see how oh. the other injury news pans out for the Grizzlies. So... Like it might be
2: the greatest season game by then.
0: Yeah, like it's it's mm-hmm. a tough schedule. So if the, if we come back in a month's time and the Magic are still like top six in the East, I'm going to for sure say like this is a locked-in playoff team at this point.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Those were two teams in the East I wanted to highlight. In the West, hmm. currently, Minnesota Timberwolves are the one seed followed by the Oklahoma City Thunder. And then the Denver Nuggets, Sacramento Kings, Phoenix Suns, Dallas Mavericks, Los Angeles Lakers, New Orleans Pelicans, the Clippers, and then the Houston Rockets, which the Rockets, I don't know if y'all paid attention, but the Rockets haven't won a game on the road yet. Like Mm -hmm. they are, they've been bad on the road, but great at home. It's really weird. My preseason predictions, I had Denver, Lakers, Suns, Kings, Grizzlies, Mavericks, Warriors, Thunder, Clippers, Timberwolves. So I got to highlight the young bucks here because I thought that OKC would be eight. Minnesota would be 10 right now. Minnesota is the one seed. OKC is the two seed. These young teams, I should say OKC for sure. The young team. But Minnesota led by Anthony Edwards and this jumbo three big thing they got going on. Like the other night, Reed, cat and go bear with their leading scorers. And I was just like, what? This is so weird. Like, but it's working. Minnesota's defense is coming to play. Anthony Edwards has been taking the leap when he's been uh, playing. He's been out the last couple of games with that hip injury, but they've been hooping. We've talked about the Thunder and how they've been hooping. The Suns being the 5C when they haven't had their big three play a game together yet. Kind of, kind of scary. And then Memphis already mentioned them and the fact that, I mean, they just have not looked good so far this season. They're I mean, I, I thought that, they'd be able to weather not having Ja a little bit better and then everyone else started getting hurt around him, them as well. So then their depth took another hit and now their people ain't supposed to be playing is now playing. Like, it's it's just a big mess. So, yeah, it, actually,
4: it's
2: actually, it, oh,
0: I was going to say it's always fun predicting how things are going to go and then the real season gets here and you're like,
2: oh. Uh, I actually think that this might be a blessing in disguise for Memphis. Like, obviously, it sucks to kind of have a lost season, but like given how many good young players they've had to like let go over last years, last few years like being able to kind of replenish that get the young people that they do have on the team now some extra run see what they have with those dudes like obviously you you want to contend every year that you have a superstar like job but like if he's gonna miss you know two thirds of the season like, you're already starting at a disadvantage. You know you have Jaron. You know you have Bang. Like, if you can, you know, if you wind up with a top 10 pick, obviously, I mean, honestly, it's probably a bad draft. But if it's another, t- you know, bringing another top 10 talent on top of, like, what you already have. Like, that might wind up, in the long run, give you another dude that can run with Jai and everybody else once they're healthy and just kind of hit the ground running next year. It's kind of like the Warriors when they took that gap year when everybody got hurt. It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, theoretically, it <laughs> would have given them, you know, the number two pick in and in a, what wound up being a pretty decent draft um, that could have extended their window and given them another guy. I mean, they did picked the wrong person, but it's an opportunity that Memphis has um, that they wouldn't have otherwise. His Golden State that's really, like, concerning to me. Like, they just haven't looked good outside of Steph. Like, that team just overall has not looked good. Yeah,
0: it's been when I saw Marcus Smart when he wasn't playing and he was out injured and he was giving him a pep speech on the on the sideline tomorrow. This is embarrassing. It's <laughs>
4: embarrassing.
0: I was like, oh yeah. Something's things going to Memphis right now. So hey, hopefully, you know, I'm looking forward to Ja getting back. I know we had all the off court stuff, but Ja's been one of my favorite players to watch consistently. So on the court and I'm looking forward to seeing him get back, uh get back there and hoop.
2: I mean, Ken. it's good that he's been shutting the fuck up like while he's been suspended. I mean, yeah. You
0: live and you learn, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no choice.
0: Ken, what you got for us?
3: Okay, so we... Um, our dream here on TechFile has always been Lakers and Bucks <laughs> for the NBA Finals. Um, right now, it seems like we're a little bit closer to seeing them in the playoff in the play-in turn wait not playing the uh mid-season tournament um more than the nba finals how excited will we be if the lakers and the bucks actually um faced each other for the mid-season um tournament it's a stop. we want you for the big
1: game but you know we'll go ahead and take the warm-up too
3: uh, yeah I want it i ain't gonna lie i want to win it <laughs>
1: it's gonna be fun it, it would be fun like I we, to, to you. we would have to meet up in person and watch this game bro i don't know how i've been mm-hmm. i've been wanting to do a a live I'm watch sure. with us kind of thing yeah but yeah. we're gonna I'm, I'm gonna have to pull up i gotta talk to my shit and yell and shit in your face <laughs> while we doing this shit. like bro it's gonna, it's gonna be a good time though it's gonna be a good game
3: it would be i want like, for lebron man It's one one more thing that lebron that can add to his legacy Oh, here you, now you care about <laughs> LeBron's legacy. Like, he did not care about this man. He did not care about this man. It was, was okay. Like, oh,
2: it was obvious. Like, everything that LeBron did before was like, you know, that's that's a threat to Kobe legacy. So, like, now.
3: <laughs> hey, were you a
1: Laker? You a Laker, B. And now add it to his legacy. You calling him the dope now and everything.
3: Were you a Laker? You a Laker. Go James. Mm-hmm. This, this, you, you probably do
0: call him Go James now, don't you?
3: Go, no, I ain't going to go that far. <laughs> no, I ain't going to go that i call him the king before I ain't going to call him <laughs> the go- king. king. The king.
2: we going uh, to say Honestly, like, I do kind of want it just because, like, the... I mean, just some shit to win, but they released the, um, <laughs> the awards today. Them shit is mm-hmm. slick. Like, the NBA Cup is clean. They got the MVP for the tournament. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But then they get... The winning team gets medals. Um, if you get tournament team, you get little black black glass balls. like I like all of them like all de- they've really been killing the awards recently mm.
0: yeah they they clean that black and gold, and I love' we didn't know what they look like exactly. we've seen the NBA cup through promotions, but mm-hmm. to see all the different hardware was was cold. And I was like, I, I understand too, like the the branding for the tournament's it's always that black and gold that you mm. see. and I was like, mm-hmm. this is cool, but yeah, give me, give me bugs likers. I'm not mad at that at all. I think it might mm-hmm. be Bucks Suns. It might be a 2021 Finals rematch uh, with different characters in the game. But yeah, give me give me Lakers. I, I'd be cool with Lakers Bucks just for this this pod. Like, I'll take that as a warm up. Like Tim said,
2: mm-hmm. and I didn't think about it last week when the field got set. But like, all told, the NBA is probably happy with the representation of the teams. Like. I'm pretty sure they would have preferred to have Golden State over the Kings, but you got the Lakers, you've got the Suns with their big three, who hopefully will be healthy by then. You got the Bucks with Giannis and Dame, you got the Celtics, I don't know if I mentioned them already. You got the Knicks, so you got the New York. And then you have like some young stars that you can kind of promote in Zion and Fox and Halliburton. So like they've got a really, a really solid field. Mm-hmm like from a league, you know, publicity perspective.
3: Yeah, I agree with that for sure. And then another team too, not to cut you off or nothing, but I I wouldn't be mad at the Knicks winning because they need something to to cheer for. Like, I I feel bad for the Knicks fans, man. Huh?
2: (laughs) I I would because I mean we're getting put out first round.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, but I was just like, the Knicks need something to cheer for. So if they got there, I'm like, all right, at least they got something to be happy about. Knicks fans has been 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 struggling for years again yeah. that might
2: legitimize the tournament for you know the casual fan
3: like Lakers mm-hmm.
2: winning it or like the Celtics or the Knicks like then that's a big market that's like oh yeah this is some shit to celebrate and then that becomes mm-hmm. it's about like establishing the season tournament as a thing for people to really be excited to watch and to win and stuff like that so from that perspective mm-hmm. it's a win yeah
0: yeah yeah that's fair Tim, did you have something NBA you wanted to talk about before we move into wrestling?
1: Uh, Yeah, just a quick shout out to KD. Uh, Congratulations on moving into the top 10 of the NBA all-time scores list. Uh, The amount of games that he's played compared to the rest of the guys in the top 10 is KD only played 1,004 games and is in the Mm -hmm. top 10. Number one is LeBron. and He's played 1,400. Two is Kareem. He played 1,500. Three is Carmelo, He played 1,400. You kind of get the gist. So for him to have done it within a thousand games, a thousand and four games is one remarkable, impressive as crap. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's with him missing what two full years, I believe. Like,
0: I'd be more than that, low key. Yeah,
1: so I mean, that's key. at least a hundred, at least a hundred games if he played fifty games a season that he's missed out on that he probably would have probably averaged around like twenty eight to thirty points there anyway. That's more of his thing. But congrats to KD. Uh, quick, just wanted to give a quick shout out to him. Um because he's still active his next his next venture on this list would be carmelo so he's about 256 points behind him no 156 oh. points behind him oh, so yeah, that makes no, two, no 256 is right i'm sorry it's 256 because mellow is yeah mellow is 126 1260 and he's 1004. that's games played what the hell am i talking about <laughs> i'm tripping i'm looking at gameplay 7 Seven exactly. thousand points behind mellow okay okay It's
2: 43 to 36. Uh, I Uh, I think I'll have to get out of here real quick. Uh, I think it was J.J. and I'm having a a conversation. But it's like, how many all-time greats do you think are in the league right now? Like, he said off-top, like, KD, Steph, LeBron are already there. Like, they're Mm -hmm. stamped, solidified. Mm -hmm. The only other two for me that are like, they're probably locks. Most of the losses is Giannis and Jokic. But are there any other like, this might be top for... 20 guy all time.
3: Well, you want to put Luka up there? I don't
2: think he's done it. Like, Luka might be James Harden 2.0 at this point. Like, they've accomplished pretty much. You know, he's on that trajectory if he don't start yeah. winning championships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to count Chris Paul? I wouldn't put Chris Paul top 20 all time. Okay. Or like, have the you know, oh, you mean like period? I, I was thinking like, his
1: position.
2: No, no, no. All-time players, period, regardless of position. Like, top like pantheon yeah. of like, do you know?
0: No, I think I think the names player. you said are about it at this moment that you can say like for sure. I think Luka has potential to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to put some some championships and things and some other hardware on that resume, but the talent's there to do it uh mm-hmm. but
2: yeah depending on how the back half of his career goes like yeah. he has to do it now obviously but yeah. talent wise like probably one of the most talented big men that we've seen um but he doesn't have like the accolades and the winning yet i guess he has the mvp so he doesn't have the winning piece yet yeah. Tatum is the one that they always want to put there it's like i'm not sure about that yeah <laughs> yeah i mean you know you guys know how i feel about hey. that so i guess uh, obviously wimby but like he hasn't done shit yet, so like I don't know if we can put him there. But like, that's one where it's like just his potential, like, he's one of those dudes.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: No, yeah, I feel it it's interesting to think about, but I think the names you said are the ones where I'd be like, yeah, those are probably it right yeah, now, for sure, until yeah. we see some more from some other folks. Uh, Ken, I know you do have to jump, so let's start with your wrestling take first so that you can get that off before we head out to dough.
3: Um yeah, so my I do want to talk about um uh, Randy Orton. Randy Order um he returned at War Games. Um but he's coming back hot. Like he's back, he's um now he's on SmackDown. Um so they're gonna go ahead and throw him right into
0: that man said I got a hard stop.
3: And <laughs> <laughs> really okay, had bye a bye bye. hard stop. Oh, there you go. But, yeah, so um, They can should... throw him right back in into... the can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Okay, y'all can we get they um they can throw him right back into the bloodline stuff and all of that um but yeah he's jack like Orton looks really good fam hate oh, hey, all right this a little hate I'm for the hate a little bit why well, CM Punk couldn't put more effort into how he look the nigga look like he just got done drinking beers fam and he want to come out and wrestle fam nigga like he just got done drinking a six pack he just there for the money fam
4: Man. he said
1: but, um, I'm here to
3: make money not. Free. but yeah I'm excited I like that um they getting the daddy's back shirts popping off with Randy Orton and everything like that so that's dope wait but they yeah. making that for but, shirt? yeah, Randy, I'm excited to see Randy Orton back
2: yeah they made the shirt got a whole bunch of neck beers calling another man daddy but hey <laughs> um
4: you
1: no, mind if
0: I say yeah I just want to say real quick about Randy Orton super happy that he's back i wonder how long the the face run lasts because whenever i think of randy orton my mind just goes to heel. randy orton like that's the randy orton i've always been most partial to like give me uh maniacal evil down low triple h protege (laughs) type of randy orton heat but i get it you're just coming back have
2: it made I, was, I don't know. Like, can we? Can like, have we reached the point of his career where it's just like everybody's happy to see him? So like, he can never really be a true heel yeah. again. Like, think about Edge. Like, they tried to turn H- Edge heel. Not worse. Randy. Everything
1: okay. So what you're saying? Yes, I agree with you. But I feel like he'll be more the anti-hero. Like, he'll be the heel, but people still gonna cheer for him at this point.
2: Tina <laughs> <Like, laughs> even came back. Where it's like. At, at some point it's just like, I've been watching this dude since I was X years old and he's still doing it. I love I love all the poses, I love the theme music. You know, you recognize when they're gone, how much you miss them. Like there are some people where it's just like, you reach a point where it's like, Undertaker in his last 10, 20 years, it's like 10, 20 years is kind of crazy. But like in his last five to 10 years, it's like you can't boot Undertaker. You, you love the gong. You love the slow walking, old school, all that stuff. It's just like the gimmick becomes the gimmick, and it's just like you you kind of locked into that. So I don't know if he can ever be a true heel heel again because um, he's beloved. He's like beloved Randy Orton at this point. It's twenty. It's twenty plus years in. Like I think. Not saying that you know, like not poo pooing on like your idea. I just. I feel like it wouldn't take at this point because there's too much love and goodwill built up.
1: But I feel like with her idea though, it's it's around the corner because he had a whole run with Bro for a minute with the face run. Like mm-hmm. it, him and Riddle were faces for quite a, quite a, a little bit longer than we used to see him randomly in the face. So I feel like that he'll turn it, it's right there. He might hit Jake, oh no, he'll smack down now. So he's he gonna hit somebody. Right, well, uh, He's going to hit somebody. He going to hit somebody ass. Yes. Because <laughs> I think... Who, who made the save recently? LA Knight? I think LA Knight came out to help him out recently. I can see that be his He's going to hit him with the RKO. I can see
2: it. Even if he does, like, people going to cheer.
1: But we don't also know, like, okay, he doesn't hit another face. That's the end of that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like, I mean, there's always going to be a certain subset of folks who's going to cheer for Randy regardless. I married someone who's going to cheer for Randy Orton yeah. regardless. Like... We saw how they act at pay-per-views when it come to Randy Orton, but look, I'm just happy he's back, and I hope that we have still a few good years of storytelling left to do with Randy Orton in this business.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That kind of
1: yeah. actually... Uh, that actually leads into mine, actually. um So my topic was roll to
4: WrestleMania.
1: <laughs> We're not here now that the uh last pay per view was over. What was the Survivor Series? The next pay per view is the royale Rumble. That's
0: what always kicks it off to me when the Rumble starts. I'm like, ah, now we, now. We so do. I feel
1: like lead because you have all the storylines for the actual pay per view itself too, leading up into that, and a lot of those storylines kind of they'll carry to like Elimination Chamber or something like that and then they'll kind of part ways or setting up something else that's why I always felt like after Survivor Series WrestleMania season kicks in because for example right now you have the return of Randy Orton yes Survivor Series is one of the big four but it's at the same time it's he's in writing time with him being able to be into the Rumble. You have the return to CM Punk at the same time. Again, another person that can now enter the Rumble, but you also have storyline possibilities with both of them. Eventually, maybe a match between Punk and Rollins for his belt, I'm sure, it'll probably be the mania joint that they're looking for. Uh, Randy Orton return. He got to finish his feud with the bloodline. They don't want <laughs> to see they try to take me out like they did Randy. But uh... <laughs> you have the Intercontinental Titans storyline. Those are heating up. Because uh, the Miz and Gunther is doing pretty well But then he's been having his feuds Kind of increase in difficulty Especially when he could kick out Like that 15 hit combo That he always killed dudes with <laughs> um, KO and Logan Paul is heating up now Now that they're about to be feuding That's probably going to lead into LA Knight With Logan Paul Probably taking Logan Paul's belt At some point for the his To be fair, I love LA Knight But right now he has Cody, Punk, Orton, Jay And still arguably Damon Priest In front of him Before he even gets a title shot another one because he just lost the one that he just had so I'm like but all of this to say like we're now in that time frame where you have to find story for Cody Punk Orton Jay the bloodline the uh judgment day like the women's title pictures heating up on both sides and you have the storylines heating up on both sides for that the only thing that's not actually heating up is the women's tag team belts Outside of that. Oh, <laughs> but outside of that, everything else is kind of like slowly starting to turn up
0: now. Can, can I ask your opinion with the road to WrestleMania? The Rumble's coming up. We haven't seen Sasha Banks wrestle since before my birthday in May. And there were rumors that she might be signing with AEW soon. And
4: woman. then I just kind of feel
0: like with with Triple H at the helm and no Vince, you can't rule out a WWE return. Do you think there's any potential for a Sasha Banks splash at like the Rumble, making her return? Like, do you have interest in that as well? Hell yeah, bro!
2: <laughs> yes. Uh, also, she did just put out like a little teaser video of her getting back into the ring because she's been hurt. Like, that's why she hasn't been anywhere um like you said like there are rumors about aw she showed up at one of their shows apparently mm-hmm. was it all whatever they did in um the uk was that where she was at yeah i think that's the one she was at yeah so like there, there's at least been conversation there but the fact that they haven't locked her down is probably not a great sign given how you know the different fortunes of the companies are going at the moment um bailey has started you know, the social media <laughs> well no not even like storyline stuff but like on social media she's been posting like pictures with sasha from mm-hmm. you know when she was with the company before and like i miss you and blah blah, blah. so and with her getting you know in storyline with her getting probably kicked out of damage control so mm-hmm. i would imagine like that'd be a nice little the like talking about the women's tag titles like find a way to get it on one of the japanese wrestlers in damage control or you know two of them i guess the two that don't have belts. <laughs> then that's the mania match with bailey and sasha like that writes itself honestly
1: because um, it'll be asuka and kairi yeah well,
2: oh Io. women's champion so yeah like, that's true um which i mean that would make she gonna have the belt at, the t- at mania but i'm just saying like that is an easy way to just like have them come in take the belt and then, like, they beat up Bailey, and then she's like, I'm going to have a partner. It's going to be a surprise that Mania, and then she come back, and then, boom, like, you off and running.
1: What's the – what's – who would main event Mania, though, at this point? Like, the what's the main event for the women? Oh, is, is, is it, is oh, it Jade and Bianca? Uh, uh, is, that, is that what we're thinking for the said. Mania match? Like, the, what's the what's the main event match that we think that might be for, the, like, the women? Like, is oh, it Deion and Jade? Yeah.
2: Uh, I think the, the Raw – like, they've been very obviously keeping Becky and Rhea separate all year. Like, they haven't interacted at all. They've been sent Becky down to NXT. Like, there's been a clear dearth of legitimate contenders for Rhea all year, and you have Becky on Raw. So, like, I feel like that's probably where they're going to wind up going there as far as SmackDown's concerned. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm like, SmackDown got the bangers, bro. <laughs> they do. But it's like all their heavy hitters are faces and or will be soon with Bailey probably turning. So mm.
0: so what do you do? Who do you turn? Who's turning? That's the question. Charlotte
1: is Charlotte's Charlotte's always, good, always good, good by herself. <laughs> <laughs> she like, hey, look, I don't need
2: nobody. I'm good on
1: myself. <laughs> uh,
2: but it's like they've done... Because they've done Charlotte Bianca before, haven't they?
1: They just did it as
2: fast WrestleMania. Yeah, so that's out. I mean, I guess if you bring up Jay and you want to put her in a spot like Charlotte's the money match to start with. Like, obviously, we want to see Bianca and Jay, but yeah, why you have Charlotte? You need to take advantage of it because she's further along in her career.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. Like I mentioned to y'all in a group chat, SmackDown gonna be here in March mm. on the road to WrestleMania, so we don't have a. A live SmackDown in Milwaukee before WrestleMania, so I'm sure it's going to be cracking. Which reminds me, I never posted my oh, I went to SmackDown. Like I had all the little clips. Mm-hmm. I have to post that
1: late, but it that should be, be fun. a year of review. <laughs> yeah, year of review clip. Uh, I,
3: I, <laughs> I mean, I that's two, a good setup.
0: Uh, yeah, I got two two. I didn't post my Vegas trip, and I didn't post SmackDown. I was like, I got to get these videos. Maybe I'll just do it sometime. Just want to be like going through stuff.
1: Yeah I didn't post Miami or none of that Like I I didn't post a lot of stuff this year I was
0: was like maybe I'll put a little collage or something together Then
1: Yeah yeah, like a little photo dump
0: I gotta get more consistent at that But yeah the road road to Wrestlemania (laughs) Is gonna be fun I'm looking for it like wrestling has hooked me Mm -hmm. Right back on in uh, Mm -hmm. Really well and With that being said It's not just WWE that has hooked me at this point. I'm also actually very excited to tune into AEW this week, which I don't say often. But on Wednesday, we're going to have the Adam Copeland, Christian Cage, AEW TNT championship match. I'm not sure if y'all have followed this feud at all. I've caught some things on on social media that have me be like, oh, my God where has this feud been going? And then today I actually found on YouTube AEW put together like a full two and a half hour video detailing the entire feud between these two since uh, Adam Copeland aka Edge got to AEW. Two hours? God damn. Because they actually have matches in there in addition to all the promos. Uh So it's like like you can fast forward through matches if you want but it's the whole story leading up to this championship match they're going to have against each other on TV on Wednesday. And the promo work has been outstanding. I mean, we know Edge and Christian is one of the, the greatest tag teams to to ever lace them up. So they have a lot of personal history to draw on with their feud. And they are hold, like no punches are being held between these two dudes right now. Like Christian told that man, I am going to do things to you that... He said, I'm going to injure your neck the way it should have been done initially. I'm going to make sure that you in a wheelchair drooling, fam. He's been saying stuff like to Beth, like, hey, Beth and the kids, daddy's really going to be home. And I'm talking about myself. Get some fresh sheets on the bed before I get there. Like, Christian has been on
2: I think, one. <laughs> I was this about Romans, like, a peak bloodline, gaslighting. Like that's a movie villain like that's not even a wrestling heel at this point like that's transcended the genre like that's a full blown villain that uh, Christian is operating at right now full
0: leaned all the way in and Edge has been remarkable like Edge has been trying to keep his cool keep his cool keep his cool but once Christian started bringing up his kids and his wife, and everything. And then we brought the neck part. That's when Edge really was like, All right, bro. <laughs> like, you've been trying me this whole time. And now I'm about to really, like, now it's on for real, for real. So I'm actually excited. I'm tuning in to AEW on Wednesday because I got to see this.
1: Fair enough. You may, you may have convinced me to check out a YouTube uh, trailer or so.
0: I'll send you the one promo that caught me that Edge gave by himself in a hallway. And I was like, Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I thought like, I when you retweeted it.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, what is this all about? So, they made me go back and look, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm all in on this. Yeah.
2: And that's what I always say about, like, uh, like, Sammy and KO, or I can't think of any right now, but, like, the best friends in real life do, like, the most heinous shit, because you trust them. So, like, you can go all out in matches, you can go all out in promos, because it's not like, is this, is this dude shooting on me right now? <laughs> like, there's no, like, in your back back of your mind, like, uh do he really want to fight like it's actually (laughs) like no this is my dude we love each other so let's go out and like beat the shit out of each other let's go out and really viscerate each other on the mics because it's all about elevating both of us Mm
4: -hmm.
2: um like owen and brent back in the day like it was you know like you can have a blood a blood feud with somebody that you really love and care about and that's what makes wrestling great
0: even to your point, thinking about like Triple H and Shawn Michaels, when they would fight, like their, their feuds were always really, really good. And I actually found the Ed, the, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Adam Copeland. I got to call him by his 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 AEW real name. They were chanting yeah, for me like, Adam, Adam. He's like, this is kind of weird. I ain't used to hearing Adam when I'm in the <laughs> ring.
4: <laughs>
0: so I'm just playing a little part of this so y'all can hear Edges. I'm sorry, Adam's uh, passion going into this match here.
2: I don't hear it. I'm going to say, fine, I'm straight in the barrel of you, Jake. What should I call you, Kristen Cage? Or better yet, should I call you the Patriarch now? Huh? All of this. All of it. What just happened to Nick Wayne on Wednesday, what just happened to Till switch, it's all on you. It's your fault. And it's all because of your insecurities. Because when I got here, you were afraid that, that people were going to compare you to me some more. That you were gonna be second fiddle, that you were gonna be riding my coattails again.
4: <laughs> the beginning of our careers and our friendship was more important than what anyone could say. Whatever the industry would draw at us, but you couldn't get past your own ego, could you, man?
2: The night I got here, you were about to concerto sing. Wednesday, you're about to kill switch. Concerto Shane Olain. You're not so subtly told me what you think about me and the chances of us teaming again put best name my children's name in your stupid little mouth you know short fuse you know i do and you kept trying to light it but i wouldn't let you until until you said the one thing so you're gonna break my neck your freaking name me in a wheelchair
4: drooling all over myself while my children looked at me and said to their friends "My to be something so now you're not just threatening me you're not just threatening my future you're threatening theirs
2: So me,
4: bro it's on my
0: wall. Go to what yet y'all get all and I'm like yeah I'm not if he can speak yet what did you do to this man why can't he speak what kind of hospital service is he getting right now but yeah Wednesday aew Dynamite this match happens, and yes, Triple T, a Monday pod. We are here because the Bucks in season tournament game happens to be on a Tuesday. I believe Eric has tickets. We'll be in the building live. I'm uh, I got locked on Bucks, so day early, not a dollar short, just a day early,
1: just a day.
2: But if you got a dollar, we'll take it. <laughs> yeah, no, like uh, I don't know, like I. I will probably tune in for that because, like, to your point, like, it's, it's been some good storytelling. Like, see long term storytelling and wrestling being back is like one of the top revelations of this year or the last couple years. Like, obviously, we've talked about the bloodline, but, um, like, you had, like, the WWE starting to acknowledge the past has just been like a great breath of fresh air <laughs> recently like they'll talk about like oh the bloodline took randy orton out or you know like there's beef between bailey and Kyrie saying because they ran her out of wwe the first time or like just acknowledging things that happened in the past drew mcintyre talking about like i'm not fuck- just because we both faces i'm not fucking with jay off top because like he cost me a title or kevin owens always pointing out like all the different tropes in wrestling it's like i know what's about to happen um like you're gonna say somebody's name and they're gonna come out and they're gonna challenge them to a fight and then that's why, like rewarding people for watching long term aw with adam adam and christian like we've been watching these dudes for 25 years i think at this point mm-hmm. like acknowledge that like pay off that you know we've been watching this thing forever and like build on top of the storylines that you like that have come before it like that's that's great like i love that they're embracing that at this point that's a fact um what i also have loved is just wwe this year like i went back and i was like how can we pick like a top moment or even like a top five moment from wwe this year like think about all the stuff like since we turned the calendar to 2023 Mm -hmm. um you've got at the royal rumble you got Sami Zayn leaving the bloodline like that's a top moment like, the reaction that he got for hitting Roman with that chair was crazy. Um, Sammy in Montreal, like, the reaction that the crowd had to him, like, how hot the crowd mm-hmm. was for him that night. He yeah. Got Roman, surprise win at Mania when everybody just knew Cody was going to finish the story. Like, I yeah. wish Kim was here because, like, I know that that kind of sucks for people that voted for Cody. But, like, just the, the sheer shock of it, like, I – was not expecting it and like i kind of had like a mini taker losing the streak moment at mania because again like the whole storyline was building up to yeah cody's about to you know take the mantle and run as the new face of wwe and it's like wrong it's like no nah, that, bro <laughs> <laughs> me my title um outside of the ring you got been selling wwe that happened this year you had bad bunny in puerto rico like that entrance was crazy um, I mean, I mean, add that song. Yeah. Like I never heard that song before it's like one of my <laughs> it's probably like one of my top played songs of the year. Like I haven't done the the Apple Music rap thing. Or, I know that Spotify, but you know what I mean? Like the end of the year mm-hmm. rap-up, but I would imagine it's gotta be up there because I played the shadow that song <laughs> after Bad Bunny came out to it. Um you got Jay Uso leaving the bloodline, the you out and I'm out too. Like that whole scene happened this year. That was a crazy reaction um again jay his entrance at SummerSlam, like the first time the crowd really got into the the hand waving um the rock coming back in denver with uh what's his face pat, pat McAfee. mcafee again blew the roof off <laughs> that arena cm punk and brandy orton coming back at SummerSlam. like it's a whole bunch of moments that are like any other year be like damn remember that time such and such is like all these moments just happened within the last 12 months um it's great it's been a great year for wwe um i've enjoyed it and i was out on wrestling for so long same um <laughs> like there have been fits and starts over the last five years but like 20 into 22 and the tw- basically triple h's run <laughs> has been you know up and up and even this coming back to you know throw the turd in the punch bowl has worked out long term. So WWE is in good spot, man. Like, and I always say, like, if you want to get into wrestling, you want to get back into wrestling. The best time to jump in is the Royal Rumble because, like, you get to see pretty much everybody. You get to see a bunch of people interact with each other. Like they explain the storylines. So if you're looking to get into WWE, I would I would recommend the rumble the rumble being like your jumping in point and
4: mm-hmm.
2: we're bringing back our royal rumble pool for hey. like six consecutive year um so um look for that in the next couple of weeks uh if you haven't done the pools with us before um you can win a swag package Swag <laughs> package all you gotta do is just enter with us let us know that you want to be part of it we'll assign you a number um when the royal rumble comes around if the wrestler that comes out at the number that you're assigned wins the match then you win the pool um easy peasy lemon squeezy that's a fact
0: all right let's get into some quick hits before we get up out of here Deion sanders was named the sports illustrated sport person of the year shout out to the buffs although It's going to be interesting seeing how next year looks for them. Uh, There were some remarks about players being selfish and things of that nature uh, on that team this past year,
2: but we should see.
0: (laughs) The college football playoffs are set. We have Michigan and Alabama in the Rose Bowl and then Washington and Texas in the Sugar Bowl. And of course, all the discourse around this was the fact that FSU did not make it. Into the final four, although they were a Power Five conference team that went undefeated, and they were penalized because their starting quarterback got hurt. And the piece of that that just made me be like, "This sucks." The starting quarterback of FSU tweeted out, "I wish that my I broke my leg earlier so that people would have seen that I'm, it what this team was more than just one quarterback because they got penalized for not having a quarterback. That's what it really came down to."
1: Feel like they do get smacked.
0: Yeah, people. That's what they were scared of. So don't let one of these things get blown out. <laughs> I mean, was, wasn't that last year with TCU where they? Yeah. They never, and then there's a blowout, and everybody was like, "Well,
1: we should they they got get smoke, boys." Yeah. But
0: for for ages, I've been saying like a four team playoff field is too small. So them going to twelve, this being the last year of it being four, they're going to twelve next year it sucks for all the the, the guys on FSU who were looking forward to this season competing for a championship. And there's going to be seniors who are leaving who won't have the opportunity next year. And who knows how good the team will be next season. So like, I understand why FSU and their fans and other college football fans are upset about that. And it's just another thing for me where I'm like, this is why we needed a bigger field to begin with. So I'm happy that the 12 team field starts next year because you can get rid of all them debates about, oh, well, if they could have made it, they could have beat Bama. And Michigan was scared to play Bama, but they would have wanted to play FSU. So, like, next year, 12 teams, hey, we're going to see. And I think this year, from what I've read, because I'm not going to act like I'd be sitting here watching college football often, is that this was a year where there was, like, six or seven teams at the top where you're like, these teams are all pretty good. And normally you don't have as many teams, where you're like, All these teams can be championship contending teams and it just shook out this way that FSU didn't make it, which is unfortunate.
2: Like, I get it because they are the best conference, but it it is annoying that the SEC seems to be just gifted a spot every year. Yep. Um, Because the fame
1: Bama is Georgia? Huh? Because the fame Bama is Georgia?
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Or LSU or whoever. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's always going to be an SEC team. And it seemed like this year was finally, you know, the perfect storm where, you know, you have Michigan was undefeated, you got Washington was undefeated, you got FSUs undefeated. And I'm forgetting somebody. Oh, Texas. And it just seemed like, oh, maybe we'll finally get an SEC free year. And they're like, nope, SEC, even a one loss team in the SEC is better than an undefeated, an undefeated. team somewhere else. The bro, they start a quarterback. Like, come on, bro. Better I mean, there. at the end of the day, it's money. And they know, like, having an SEC team in there is going to get you eyeballs. It's going to get you, you know, on the ground revenue. Um, and if it's uh, if a Florida State team that might be compromised and, like, it winds up being a blowout, again, in the national championship game or in the playoff game, you kind of got to go with the known commodity in bama so i get it it just it sucks for fsu although they're also retiring jameson's number so yeah. <laughs> i don't feel too bad for him but it sucks for the players there
0: no i feel it i feel it the heisman trophy finalists were announced tonight we have lsu quarterback Jaden daniels osu y receiver marvin harrison jr Oregon quarterback Bo Nix and Washington quarterback Michael Penix Jr. Shout out to Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, uh, a receiver, <laughs> top four finalists. I always like the skill position players yeah. being in there. Just give them a shout out.
2: I mean, last, I think, not- oh, go ahead. I was gonna say like, I think he's probably the most talented college football player. Like quarterback and then position players are like it feels hard to kind of compare the two but like you know how cold you gotta be a wide receiver <laughs> to be a Heisman Trophy finalist and I think like yep. pound for pound, skill for skill like he he's just he's so good so mm-hmm. crisp route running fast great. That's man. who the Bears like, should target Who Harrison? If
4: they I want mean, to get might another might,
0: weapon The Bears might have two top five,
4: top five three, two, Yeah.
1: <laughs> And I, I, that's what I was thinking with Ken like bro like even if y'all got the number one I would want to trade with a team that got multiple firsts this year give me about three of them things I you have three first round picks this year I can grab another offensive lineman another wide receiver and if I want to grab a quarterback early with the earliest one then I can't because you still gonna have Pennix Jr you gonna have Bo Nix you gonna have Caleb Williams you gonna have uh oh boy that's in uh what was it North, North Carolina. Carolina yeah like you got Mate. you got at least four quarterbacks that are good that couldn't that are kind of vying for that same position outside of the two because Williams ain't even on the Heisman mm-hmm. list no more.
2: Mm-hmm. I have no <laughs> USC,
1: don't right. And so it's but it's like all right, well you're going to have choices at quarterback this year. They could, in essence, get that number one or two pick, trade that motherfucker away, get multiple picks, and with their other top five pick because they still ask, grab a good quarterback. They could do that. And then, yeah, you want to lean on uh, Justin? Fine. making him your backup. That will you. i
0: mean, going to talk about the Jets today. I ain't got nothing to say about them. The Milwaukee Brewers have signed 19-year-old outfitter Jackson Shurio to an eight-year, $82 million contract extension that can be worth up to 142 M's over 10 years before he's even been called up to the majors.
1: Boy, I can't wait. I, I feel can't like time wait. Is coming.
0: It feels yeah, like the next year. Like, it's, it's coming.
1: Probably next year because he, I think he only played like two two or three games in Triple A. Uh, AAA. Like he didn't really play that many games in Triple A. But this year yeah. he was just like killing everywhere he went. They said one of his best assets is he's one of the rare players that can hit opposite field home runs on the regular. You know how hard it is to hit opposite field? <laughs> your natural job, your natural swing. Pulls the ball that way. if you're a lefty? He pulls it that way. For you to be able to hit the ball early enough with enough power, opposite field consistently, my guy, that's a problem. Then they giving him fits on the bases, like they infield balls, like he running them out. They got to, they really like got to get on their horse and throw them off. Fuck out, it it got to be a damn good throw to get his ass out.
2: So he's five
1: Yeah, I like broke Cole... They say he might be the next 30 for 30 player. He, he he potentially could be the next 30, 30 and 30 player for the Brewers. I think 30 home runs, 30 stolen bases or something like that. They say he'd be the 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth. <laughs> like, he could be that. Like, I've been following Cheerios since we got him. And I'm like, why didn't he come up last year? But next year, no, for sure.
2: Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I feel like you don't pay somebody $82 million to sit in the minors. so
0: Right. He was also at the Bucks game after when the, the news came out about this contract being announced. Ah, he in Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Yeah, he's
1: mm-hmm. about to happen. So, get got his millions. <laughs>
0: Can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. I also saw that. Uh, What's his name at the game recently, too? Um, Council. Craig Council. And I was like, people were upset.
1: I was like, man, the man's from there? Like, you're come from on. Man. Bay, bro. Come on now. Oh, he's from Milwaukee. Bucks still- man, man. Yeah. Tell,
2: tell Mark to stop being cheap and maybe. He'd still be your manager, like that, right. Again, like I said, with hardness, like I don't ever begrudge anybody for taking money in sports.
1: We gave Churio his money,
2: you <laughs> gave him the money, so you don't have to pay him down the road. Like, and that's what I was gonna say is that, you yeah, know, I get it, it's 82 million worth up to 142, but 82 guaranteed. But if they willing to give you that now, sight unseen, they know to- exactly what they get, they know exactly <laughs> what they're getting, and they could you're taking a pay cut on the back end. But that avoids years of
1: arbitration for him, that avoids years of doubt, avoids just in case he gets injured. That that avoids a lot of that early. Again,
2: I get it. It's like somebody put eighty two million dollars in front of my face right now and be like, hey
1: And you hey. can get about one twenty eight of it if you if you do
2: good, bro, you
1: can get about one twenty eight. Oh.
0: Let me get that.
2: Let me yeah. get that. But But that means that you probably worth up to two hundred right now.
0: <laughs> right that's, <laughs> Hey that's the That's the The gamble the there it's like you're gonna keep Betting on yourself And hope you stay healthy To get to that 200 You're gonna take What they put in front of you Right now To be like This is This is good enough to start And I'm gonna keep Building from here So And he only 19
1: and So the next time I his contract
2: Is
0: be... up to
2: 27 Yeah 27 yeah, Worst 29. case Worst case scenario He's a Free agent at 29 Which is when you Cash in anyway So that's, Yeah that's
1: your next That's usually Most people first Be, be contract
2: yeah. around this so yeah.
0: we'll see how it goes hopefully it works out for the brew crew but that's gonna be our show for this week Parting words i just want to say happy birthday to my mama her birthday is friday so
1: hey happy birthday sapsis
0: happy birthday to my <coughs> mama here y'all sagittarius go <laughs> time
1: season, rah, rah, rah. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's also the the string of well Aaron Rodgers is gone now but it was this weekend is also the string of Wisconsin athlete birthdays. I know Yelich and Giannis' birthday is coming up. And I believe Aaron Rodgers turns 40 this weekend. So mm. Happy birthday. Well, uh, yeah, I saw an A.A. A-
1: A- run. That season. <laughs>
0: you just own Aaron Rodgers from your Sagittarius. Mm, he's
1: he's, he's he he should have been like January, January, or something like that—some <laughs> shit that don't even matter. Those make some shit up. Get this nigga, that again. How you practicing? How you practicing? How you practicing?
0: Dolphin sounds, Tim. How, how you practicing?
4: Yeller's <laughs> uh,
2: yo, birthday is tomorrow. Oh yeah, yo, birthday is tomorrow. Y'all's is the day after that, and then hey, hey, Ron, I think it's the eighth. And mine is next week Thursday. It sure is.
1: Bow, bow, bow. I think so I want to
2: do carry. So from the from the MVP to the LVP.
1: <laughs> Who the fuck is the LVP? Fucking LVP. podcaster. No, I'm sure. Oh no,
2: Roger's birthday was the second. So he's
1: already oh, he's yeah, cancer. he's
0: already forty now.
2: or he turned thirty-nine. Uh, he's forty.
4: Looks
2: mm. like he was out partying with Randall Cobb. No surprise there. <laughs> and NY Post got a. uh Let's um, on his birthday. What is the birthday? Yeah. Well, shout out
0: to birthday to party, Shout out to the birthday folks, especially my mom. That's the that's number one shout that's out. That's the most important part. Right, But we're going to get out of yeah, here. I hope I'm y'all enjoy the show. We Tim get his love next week. We're going we gonna to make sure uh, we, we do it up for him. But this week, by mama. Just so we're going to get out of here this week. Hope y'all enjoyed the show. As a reminder, please share the show, rate, review, subscribe on YouTube, drop a comment. Like the video up. All of that is very helpful to us. And uh we get out of here. If you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On Twitter, Instagram, these PSN2K Streets at Camille Monet, C A M I L L E M O N A E.
2: At Buckburn on Twitter.
0: That's all you get. Yep. Uh Ken Socials at K Harris216 on Twitter at everyday underscore gentleman on Snapchat and Instagram.
2: You know what I'm to doing? I'm just say at technical file for Kim like when he ain't here. Like you'll find him there somewhere.
1: Uh that could be funny, but honestly. <laughs> it is linked there.
2: It's right there on the screen too. Like, goddamn.
1: <laughs> Everybody uh, knows that you uh, know. That's true. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, aka Ask catch him, aka Mr. Give It to me.
0: Dilly dilly. Peace out, y'all. We appreciate y'all tuning in as always. Y'all be safe. Take care of yourself. It's gonna be a little warm in Milwaukee uh end of this week. We're gonna get some fifties. So yeah. Hey, beware. (laughs) Be well, everybody. This weather is that yo yo stuff, be well. But we out of here.